Are you wondering why your business isn't doing as well as you want or maybe even need? Maybe you find yourself asking, am I doing something wrong? Or maybe God never even called me to this in the first place and you're about ready to give up. I feel you and have been there. Today, I'm going to share some key thoughts that can really make it clear why your business might not be where you want it to be and help you start making some changes so you can actually see some positive shifts in your life and in your business. This is going to be good. If you're feeling God call you to pivot life as you know it by leaving your career plans to start an online business and you're terrified of how you'd ever actually pull that off, then you're a mama with a calling and this is the podcast for you. Here's where we'll talk about everything from choosing the right business and running it as a mom to biblical inspiration and motivation to conquer your fears. Because even though it's causing you some anxiety, you're also excited because you know God's calling you to it. And that means you're headed to a life with more joy, fulfillment, and purpose like you've always wanted. Hi, I'm Alexia Carrillo, fellow Mama with the Calling, and I'm passionate about helping other moms like you step into their calling and not stay stuck in their career for fear of going against the grain. I believe it's okay to pivot and follow God's calling on your life without the guilt or shame for not doing what the world says you should do. This is the Mama with the Calling podcast where we'll figure out how you can actually make this wild calling on your life become a reality. Let's grab some coffee and dive in. Before we get into today's show, did you know there's a free Mama with a Calling community over on Facebook? I'd like to invite you to join a group of like-minded Christian women that are all pursuing businesses, juggling all the things, and just trying to do their best in the process. We talk more about each podcast episode, and it's a great way to find even more encouragement as you're on this journey of entrepreneurship. It's not an easy road, so you definitely need all the support and encouragement you can get. Head on over to momwithacalling.com slash community to join. It's totally free, and I can't wait to connect with you more in the group. All right, so today I want to talk about what to do when your business isn't doing as well as you thought or even needed it to do at this point. You may be finding yourself questioning if you were wrong about this whole calling thing to be an entrepreneur or if maybe you're just doing something wrong. I totally get it. I've been there. I've seen so many women go through this as well. And a lot of times they end up pivoting their business to something faster or easier, meaning, you know, they start out saying they want to be a coach or do podcasting or something like that on a certain topic. And then maybe they shift to a totally different business model. Maybe it's a more lucrative topic um, or maybe it's a a different kind of service-based business. Maybe they switch from coaching moms to doing website design, something like that. Or they just give up on it all together. But just because they're making money doesn't mean they're successful, right? Success is not just the money you make. The success actually comes in doing what God has called you to do. And if you don't walk that path that he's taking you on because you bail too soon or or pivot too soon, or whatever, you're going to miss the amazing things that he has planned for you. So today I'm going to be sharing six key thoughts that you can adopt to keep you from giving up even when things feel like they aren't working. These six things have helped me tremendously, and I know they're going to help you. I know that many times I've found myself wishing that I had more clients, wondering why I only had this many people buy something or why my business wasn't making the money I wanted. 
I thought I must not be doing something right. So the first step that I took is I need more knowledge. So I started seeking out advice from experts. I was listening to podcasts left and right, buying courses left and right, doing anything to learn this missing piece that I needed to be able to fix the business problem that I had because they were doing it so well. So obviously they knew what to do and I just needed that information and then it would magically happen for me. But after all of that, I found myself with even more knowledge, more confused, so many business ideas, which is awesome, but there were so many options then for how to reach people, how to help them. And this really just led to analysis paralysis. I'm just, maybe you've been there where you learn so many things trying to find the answer and then you really can't implement everything you're learning because you're learning so much and then you don't know where to turn and what to do first and it just becomes this crazy spiral and then you don't do anything or you do a little bit of everything and it doesn't seem to work. And then you can find yourself starting to wonder if it's ever going to work. That's what happened to me. And I thought maybe I was just crazy to think that I could ever do this whole online business thing. Maybe it's for other people, but not for me. But I knew that that didn't sit right. I mean, that just didn't feel right because I knew I knew that I was called to do this. I knew that I could do this, um, but I just didn't know what was wrong. Like, what's the deal? Did I not have enough faith or believe enough? Like, what was going on? And the more I read God's word and searched for answers, because that's where I go when I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I'm going to look in the Bible and pray. And the more I realized that how we think and how we view things has a big impact on how they turn out for us. I realized that I needed to make some changes in the way that I was viewing things, but I didn't really know how. And as I started to look at the bigger picture and just as I studied the Bible and I see kind of God's bigger picture and how he works through people, I started to realize that my little bubble of thinking was really affecting how I was showing up in my business and how I was operating and how I was really approaching being an entrepreneur. And even though I was saying I'm being called to do this, I wasn't really doing things the way God was asking me to do them. I was saying, great, I've got a calling and now I've got it. See you, God, just like I did when I started college and said, great, I got a major. Um, see ya. Now you just kind of follow this path. I feel like I did the same thing with, with online business. I started doing whatever I wanted to do, seeking the money that I wanted and trying to get the things that I wanted and it wasn't working. So this perspective shift, looking at the big picture instead of my little bubble made a huge difference. I no longer doubt that God has called me to do this. Like I don't even question and I don't worry if it'll be successful or not or when I'd like it to be more successful sooner or on my own timing. But with these, with, with studying God's word more and more and having more and more understanding of this, I know like, no, a hundred percent that this will come to pass. I don't know when, I don't know how, but I know it will. And that's what I want to give you today. I want to share with you six major principles that I have seen all throughout scripture that help me feel that way, that I don't worry about the business. I'm not worried if I have to get a job again or want to get a job again, or if I don't have clients or do, I don't think of it in terms of, I need to find a solution to fix what's broken. I see it very differently. So I wanted to share these with you today in case you're finding yourself in a position 
where you're wondering why your business isn't as successful as you wanted it to be. And I was, I'm hoping that this will keep you on the path that God has you on and that you won't bail too soon or at all, because this is where God is calling you. So the first thought is know that God will only give you what you can handle. So God wants you to manage what he gives you. We see this all throughout scripture, but to manage something means to take care of it, to make it be everything that the owner, the the higher ups want it to be, right? So in a business setting, the manager is in charge of making sure the business goals are set. um, The the business goals set by the higher ups are actually met, right? So that could be, you know, sales goals, or, you know, accomplishing some kind of project, whatever that is. And the manager is over all of the people making sure they're doing their task, making sure it's happening. But a manager or a leader, right, who's managing this stuff is also responsible for encouraging people, keeping people focused and on track, all of those things. And God has chosen you as the manager, right? He's not going to give you more than you can manage, both for your benefit and his. If it will hurt you or damage something in your life, then he's not going to give it to you yet. For instance, he won't give you like that ton of money that you're wanting if it would actually cause marital issues or something like that, like you may not think it will, but God knows, right? He has wisdom and he knows that maybe you can't handle it yet. Also, or maybe it's your spouse, maybe they can't handle it, right? Maybe you're fine, but for whatever reason, if, if that much money came into your family, it could do things that you can't see, right? So recognizing that God will only give you what you can handle. Also, as far as he's concerned, if you aren't doing what God has already asked you to do, then should you really expect him to keep giving you more things? I would think that until you can manage what's been given to you, then he isn't going to keep giving you more. And by that, I mean, a lot of times we, and I've done this, I've done this so many times, God will give me an idea for something and I get really excited, like like a product or something like that. And, um, like a digital product. And then I won't create it. Well, If I'm not going to create that one digital product, maybe it was a smaller digital product. I don't know. Maybe it would be 20 bucks. If I didn't create that, put it up on my site, promote it, all whatever, to let you guys know that it's available, nobody can buy it. Then why would I be sitting here hoping for more and more revenue when I didn't even do the thing that he gave me in the first place, right? So it's like doing what only you, he will only give you what you can handle, meaning You might be praying for things that really, in God's wisdom, he's not going to give you yet. He's a good father. And things that you haven't proven that you can handle more than he's already given you. So you have to do well with what you've been given before he'll give you the next thing. Okay? So that's the first one. That's huge to sort of recognize that. And that helps you have peace in the season you're in. What you have is what you can handle. So that should give you peace, not stress. That. That's how I think of it for sure. Okay. And number two, God will work with you. So yes, you're the manager and you might not be getting more things, but God is very patient and he will lovingly work with you until you're ready to take on those bigger responsibilities. While a real manager, you know, in a business can fail at a job and then just get fired and, and all of that. God knows your heart and he knows who to pick as the manager and he chose you for the position. He chose you for a reason and he's going to work with you. It's not that you get a chance to do this and then when you mess up, 
yes, when you mess up, that he's just going to pull it out from under you and say, never mind, you're awful for this position. No, he, he knows that you aren't perfect. He knows that you need to change some things, but all he wants is for you to say yes to him, to what he's calling you to do. And then if your heart is focused on serving him, then he can work through you because you have to be a willing to let him change you, take you on the journey that it needs to go on to be able to change into the person who can handle the thing that you're praying for and the person who does manage the things well that he's giving you. Number three is you can't remain the same if you want to step into something new. Right now, if you aren't receiving what you've been praying for, maybe it's because you haven't developed the character needed to be able to handle the responsibility of the task and not be affected negatively by it. That sounds a little bit like the first one, but this is from the perspective of you and not from God withholding it, right? Or, or waiting on it. So for example, it could be that you've been praying for like this booming business, but in reality, you wouldn't be ready for a six-figure business with all the responsibility and all the people coming to you and all the customer service and all the systems you need. Like there are a ton of things that need to be in, in place, a team. Most people who have businesses like that have a team of people working for them. You might not know how the first thing about being in charge of someone or hiring someone, right? Maybe it would affect how much time you really spent with your kids and you would be working 40 hours a week or something and that's not what you want. Because you don't have a good, you don't have these boundaries set between business and life, or you don't know how to set those boundaries or how to delegate. So if if that business that you're praying for and hoping for came all of a sudden, it, it would be so stressful, right? So until you figure out all the things, whatever, I mean, those are just examples, anything, whatever might be getting in the way of where God wants to lead you and where you are right now, until you get those things established, God is protecting you and your kids, and the people, your customers, by not growing your business until you've got those boundaries in place, even now. So even now, if you are already having a hard time, like separating family time and business time, or you're already stressed out with a business that doesn't even, maybe it's not even making half of what you're wanting, for it to make more, it doesn't necessarily mean more work. That's a myth. But it could mean more interaction. It depends on your business model. If you're coaching, it could mean more coaching clients. It could be more marketing. It could be more money has to go out. All of that stuff that you have to learn. So even now, making sure that you are doing your due diligence to handle the business that you've been given. Another component is that maybe you haven't developed the character that God needs for him to be able to work through you to do bigger things. Um, An example here would be with money. So if your heart is really focused on money itself, instead of him, the provider of the money, then if he gives you more money to do bigger things, to make a bigger impact, that money might actually cause you to slip into greed. And he wants you to have the money. He wants you to be able to go do these great things and be able to work through you. But if your heart isn't ready, he's not, He A, he can't use you, but B, he's going to protect you. He's not going to want you to be tempted like that. So for this one, it's, I said, you can't remain the same if you want to step into something new. Often we're praying and hoping for a business and we're wanting these big things and we're wanting this different life than what we have, but we aren't willing to change. 
So you have to be willing to make some character changes. You have to be willing to to change some some things about yourself and the way you're running life, the way you're prioritizing things, whatever it may be, in order to be ready for the next thing. And so until then, until you learn that part, you will stay where you are. All right, number four, prayer and action are required. And I almost titled this one, um, prayer isn't enough, but I thought that was kind of negative. So prayer and action both are required. It's not just about praying. And I'll say that because I went through a season where I thought that if I just prayed enough and had enough faith, then this would happen. This business will will come. And I realized it's, that's A, not how God works. And B, it's not just about praying and seeking the Lord for his direction. Obviously, that's important. But he also wants you to move. He wants you to act on what he says to do. So I think about Nehemiah and rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem. So he sought God and he prayed. He definitely did. But he had to act to make that actually happen. If he just sat there praying about it, that is not rebuilding the walls, right? God said, yes, God said, do it. It'll happen. It's awesome. Great idea. If he just stayed there, um, no walls getting rebuilt. So prayer and action are both important. One without the other doesn't produce the results that God's, God intends. Like I said, if you pray but don't act, nothing happens. If you act without praying, you might make something happen, but it's not going to be the thing that God intended potentially. So think about how many product ideas he has given you, yet you didn't make them. How long have you had to work on your business while you had a job, while you had another source of income? And you had that money to actually put into your business, or maybe you had extra time or whatever, but you got distracted or you had imposter syndrome or you got nervous or you just didn't prioritize it. We often look at what we want and what we haven't achieved and then blame God, but it's not God's fault that we chose the actions, right? We have to take responsibility for our actions or lack thereof and how they can affect our lives. He's going to let you walk your path. Like he can be calling you to do something, but if you keep not doing it, he, he's not going to force you, right? But there are consequences of not working, not staying focused, pivoting, etc. The consequence is not having revenue. It's not having a business. This goes along with the boundaries um, series we just did. But it's not having the business that you envisioned because you didn't do the work required to create that business. It doesn't mean that God is telling you no about your business and doesn't want you to be successful, but he's not going to just plop it into your lap. He's not just going to fill your bank account with money. And I know saying that, I hope that doesn't sound condescending, but I say that because that's how I talk to myself because I think that I, when sometimes I think about the way I used to pray over my business and I would think that truly that it would sort of like magically appear that I would have enough faith and that God would just like bring money into my life. But that's, I wasn't taking the action, right? And so it's not just going to happen out of thin air. God does not want it to. He wants you to work. He says over and over and over in the Bible, he will bless the work of your hands. And he always blesses work under him. And remember that he will patiently wait for you to do what he's been telling you to do. And he will lovingly take you through the situations needed to strip the old character traits and faulty ways of thinking and rebuild you with his, his way of thinking so that you can step into the calling that he has for you. But prayer and action have to go together. Number five, it doesn't happen overnight. This is a journey. This has been huge. And honestly, 
I am actively walking through this one right now. So the length of this journey that you're on depends on how long it takes you to stop resisting what he's doing in your heart. And I say I'm working through this right now. We're all walking through it. Like the journey doesn't end really. Um, it may have certain milestones, but this first part of the journey, the first leg of the journey, it depends on how long it takes you to make the changes, to do the things he's wanting you to do, to get your heart changed, the character change. Everyone's journey is different, but it doesn't mean that God never intended to use you in this way or that you were wrong about the business. How many people think that and bail and change their course altogether? Is that you? Are you questioning if this is even what you're supposed to be doing? You can feel that this is what you're called to do, but because you're not seeing the fruit of stepping into it, you feel like maybe it's not for you. And I'm the same way. I mean, it feels very illogical to keep doing something that doesn't seem to be working. And sometimes this is a reflection of our instant culture. If we don't see results almost instantly, then we think it's not working or worth it. But we need to slow down and see things from the bigger picture. Yes, life is precious and every moment matters, of course. But it doesn't mean that we need to rush through things. I think about Abraham walking to the land God told him to go to. And he just kept walking like for hundreds of miles. And I feel like I would have questioned if I even heard God right about like mile five, maybe earlier. I mean, just to think about just walking and walking and waiting. And you just, as you read through that in Genesis, you see that God doesn't say something for a while. At least it's not, you know, written down. He doesn't say anything. And then he suddenly says, this is the land. And it's like, that's a long way to keep walking and believing in the original message that he was given. But to just keep moving in that, holding on to that. So then we have Joseph who had his dream, though he probably didn't understand what it meant at the time. And then he was sold, enslaved, chief servant, and then imprisoned. He probably felt like that original vision, A, wasn't from God, and B, probably wasn't even about him, right? But he leaned into God even more. And when the time was right and his heart was in the right place, then God was able to bring it to fruition. So it was always going to happen. But he had to have the character change to, to get there. Same with David. He was anointed king as like a young teen. But then he had to wait all those years to become king. He didn't try to take it by his own force. He just simply trusted in God's timing and wisdom. He knew that if God wanted him to be king, that he would make it. So he just believed that even though he, I mean, he obviously went through his own ups and downs and had to truly trust God in order to, to get there. But he still trusted God through the whole thing. He knew that God's wisdom was going to get him there. And it didn't happen overnight. I just can't imagine being told you're going to be king. And then like 30 years later, you actually become king. It would be like, hey, wait a minute. I thought you said I was going to be king. Like, hello, when's it happening? And so with this one, I think it's just so important to recognize that these things, I mean, God often does not work quickly. It's the journey that we have to go on to even step fully into the thing he's wanting us to do. And it's the journey where we have the amazing transformations where we get closer to God and it's not going to happen overnight. I mean, business doesn't happen overnight. Like I, I think it's, I think that so many people, because we hear about, you know, online, I made $25,000 a month and they make it seem so easy And then we think that it should happen really fast. And we're like, what's going on? Why isn't it happening? But it's a journey because it's not just the how to's. It's not just the technical 
write blog posts or create YouTube videos or make a podcast. There are a ton of things that you have to figure out for a business. Business simply takes time, end of story. You have to reach people. You have to learn about business yourself. And then you have all your mental mindset drama stuff that you have to work out, your family dynamic, all of these things. So your journey, and I'm not, I hope that doesn't discourage you. In fact, it should encourage you because you're not going to be thrown into a business that you can't handle too soon. And it doesn't mean that if it's not where you want it to be right now, that you're, it's somehow never going to happen. It's a journey and you have to be willing to keep going on the journey, even though you don't know when the end is going to get here. You don't know when you're going to reach that, that milestone that you're wanting, but God is with you. He's with you on this journey. And that leads me into the last one, number six, which is don't lose faith in God's vision for you. So God has given you a calling and probably a vision of what life he's wanting for you. And you can feel it, right? You can feel like you want to be home with your kids. You want to have this impact. You want to have this business where you're coaching or or creating digital courses or whatever it is. Like your heart hurts for the that life, right? This thing that you're wanting to do and the impact you're wanting to make. But it feels like it's out of reach, right? But it cannot ever come to be if you stop believing in that promise, if you let go of it, because you're basically saying, no, like, forget that. I'm not going to do that. And you're going to turn. So how would it ever come to be? Holding on to what God has put in your heart isn't foolish. That's faith. And so often we are told that it's dumb or, you know, impractical to believe something will come when it's clearly not happening, right? But in the kingdom, in God's kingdom, everything's backwards. (laughs) Holding on to what God has said and having faith in his word is what will keep you on the path that leads to the vision coming to be. It's like hearing God tell you that you're going to be an entrepreneur, making this impact in the world, financially free, living a life of purpose. But when it doesn't happen within a few months or even a year, you drop it all together, right? How would it ever come to be when, when you say no? God will not force you to do it. Sure, you may have to get a job again or do something that's not your business for a bit. Or maybe you have a season where you can't even really do a ton on your business because you're focused on your family or routines in your house or whatever that is. But this is all part of the journey, of your journey. God may use these things to teach you about stewardship, management, leadership, humility, service, anything, whatever it is that he needs to change in your heart to get you to the place where he's calling you, then he will do that. He will lead you on that path. But if you say, no, I am not going to be an entrepreneur. Like you just throw it down and you avoid it every single time because you didn't like that. It didn't give you the result you needed faster. Then are you ever going to really say yes and be able to recognize it when it comes back up? But all along the way, even if you have to get a job, even if you have to take some kind of pivot, Don't stop working on the business. That's the part where I think we get confused. We think that if we're not full force in our business, then we're not committed to it and we're not obeying God. But God may be asking you to go get a job, but work on your business on the weekends because he needs you to go get that job because of somebody you're going to meet at work that's going to make some huge impact on you. Or maybe it's you're going to go get a job to pay off some debt so that you can be free to work on this business. But it doesn't mean that you are saying no by doing something else in the meantime. And I know that feels really like, wait, you just said don't pivot. (laughs) And that is hard. That is really hard to discern. 
But I just want to make sure that we don't do either one of those things. We don't bail on what God's called us to do because we're scared. And so we jump into a job or something like that, or we aren't working on our business. We're avoiding it because it's just, it feels like it's too much. And I also don't want you to do the other thing where you think, no, I am committed. I'm doing this. I'm not doing anything else. God called me to it. But God's actually saying, hey, I need you to like the reason you're not making money right now is because I don't want that to be your source right now. I actually need you to go get this job. And he has his reasons, right? And that you're not so tunnel vision on your business that you miss where else he might be asking you to go and what else he might be asking you to do. I hope that makes sense. Because being called doesn't mean you have to jump into it with both feet and that you're suddenly transformed into that person that he's calling you to be. I think I really believed that was supposed to happen for me. But like I said, it's a journey. It's a slow process. You're learning bit by bit, changing your thinking little by little until the time is right for you to be fully in that calling, for you to be able to step into it. Again, I think of Joseph. He started out as like, the youngest of all these kids, the favorite, and some people will say very prideful, um, probably spoiled, you know, favorite kid, all that. And he goes through this whole journey because his his end goal all along, right, was to be second in command in Egypt. If he had gotten there before he went through all that stuff he went through, he may have showed up and been like, I'm pretty awesome. Look at me. But he didn't. He gets there through all of those years of learning how to be humble And he says he is in service to Pharaoh. He is here to help the people and he follows God. And that had to happen for him to get there. And so he never let go of the vision or maybe, maybe he did. I don't know. It doesn't say, but it is a slow process and you have to, the calling was always there. He was always on the journey and we can see it, but obviously he didn't know it was happening moment by moment. And God had to take him on that journey to get him to be ready for the ultimate thing he was calling him to be. So you were always called, but it's here in the, like when you get there that you can finally see it come to light where you finally see like, oh, this is where I've been headed all along. Right. But don't stop. Don't give up on what God has told you or you won't get there. So to really get clear on the things that may need to change in your life to see success with your business, I want you to ask yourself these four questions. If you're with me this, this far, please get like write it on your phone or write it down on a piece of paper. Ask yourself these four questions. Be really honest because honesty with God. I mean, you have to be honest with yourself, with God to really have that change. So number one, what are you wanting, but you're not getting? Like what is, what is feeling like, like why isn't this happening? Write those things down. Number two, are you managing what you've already been given or actually doing the things that God's already been asking you to do. If there are things that you're not managing well, change it. If you are, if you haven't done something that God asked you to do, do it. Okay. Cause those are things where God's like, I'm waiting. He's waiting on you to do the thing. He's already given you the task. Number three, what is God saying to you about what needs to change? So if he's asking you to change something, be open and willing to do that. And then four is to just commit to opening your heart and letting him work on you. So as you know, God works through people. So if you're struggling in a particular area, getting advice from other women, going through the same thing can give you some amazing ideas. So I want to encourage you to pop over into the free Mama with a Calling Facebook group and ask about anything that you'd like to know more about. Maybe, you know, one of the struggles is like, I feel like God is really calling me to work on my time management better. 
pop over there and ask people for their ideas on how they're managing their day. How are they balancing all these things? That's just an example, but that's what you can use that group for. And we'll be able to give you advice and tips and things like that based on what's worked for us. And it may help you make some progress even faster. So in summary, I just want to say that you have, we have to do well with what we've been given. When we complain about what we don't have or wish we had, we're missing the blessing on what we already have. We have to trust that God gives us what we can manage and that it's perfect. So if there isn't more revenue, clients, etc., then there's a reason. And either you, can, you can't handle it yet and need to grow into it, you aren't managing what you have right now, or maybe the time just isn't right. And either way, all of that is understanding that God is giving you what you can handle in his timing and trusting him. We have to embrace this as a journey, right? Recognizing that it's not going to happen quickly or even in your own timing. If you force it, you could potentially create something, but it's not going to be God's best for you. You have to recognize and accept that business takes time, pray and seek God's direction and then act on what he says to do and trust that he is a good father, that he knows what's best. He knows your heart. So he's only going to give you what you can manage when you're ready. But here's the good news. It's not like you're left by yourself to just figure it out and figure out what you need to change. It's not like a test. It's not, uh, it's not just you by yourself. He is with you. He will teach you and lead you down the path full of lessons that you need in order to be ready to fully step into your calling. But you have to be listening. You have to be willing to go to him. You have to be willing to hear what he's asking you to do and be studying his word so that you can fully embrace what he's saying to you. So remember that he loves you and wants the best for you. And when you know that, you can trust where he's leading you. So when you don't have what you want, when you want, you can take those thoughts to him in prayer and have peace and knowing that he will give you the wisdom to see what he ne- what needs to be done. Humble yourself, ask him to show you and be willing to see it. That's a big one. This is one of the hardest things to do though, because you might have to make quite a few character changes, let go of some pride and come face to face with the things that are actually stopping you from being fully used by God. So I just want to leave you with Romans eight twenty eight which is he works all things together for the good of those who love him. Hold on to that verse in the ups and the downs and remember the journey. All right. I hope that helps you this week. I hope that blesses you in your business as you are doing things as an entrepreneur. You can't give up on what God is calling you to do. I hope that you don't. I hope you really take this to heart and really open yourself up to hear what God is saying. Until next time, keep pursuing your calling. Thanks for listening to the Mama with a Calling podcast. As always, you'll find the show notes for today's episode at mamawithacalling.com slash podcast. Really quick before you head out, are you loving these episodes? To make sure this podcast gets in the ears of as many mamas as possible, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. I'm going to be reading your reviews on the podcast, so I can't wait to hear from you. Also, if you know someone that needs to hear these episodes, grab a screenshot and share it on Instagram. And don't forget to tag me at Mama with a Calling so I can share it in my stories. Until next time, keep pursuing your calling.